This is episode 166, Metal Zone for Scale. Uh, I, for, I forgot. Oh, to I thought we were doing do podcast it. chicken again. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just leave a big gap. <laughs> this huge gap of silence. Hello, <laughs> guys. The gaps, the gaps in this episode, the gaps in this episode have been left in for educational purposes. Hmm. On a very special, the tone control. Episode 166. Did you say the episode number? I did. Yes, I did. I was okay, just going good. for more gaps. That's all. Oh, I see. <laughs> Fooled again, you bastard. It's happening. <clears throat> All right, you want to hear something really funny? Um, yeah. <laughs> An early but. <laughs> read me my latest message from Taylor Jones. Taylor Jones said, "Ha ha 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 ha." Want to reply? <laughs> Ow! What is that? Uh, right? Like, <laughs> oh my god! That was just. So do you? Those do you buddy read Taylor. your messages a lot? Well, no, because I was listening to my AirPods earlier today, and when you get a message with AirPods in, it just reads yeah. it to you without being prompted. Okay. So um, it gives you like a little chime, and it says, new message from Taylor Jones, or new message from so-and-so. And it just reads yeah. the message. And if they send a picture, it says like, so-and-so sent an image, or, or something like that. Um, yeah. and Get used we to were, it, pal. We, yeah, we were joking and sending memes, and he just wrote back like, ha, 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 ha. And Siri was like, ha, 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 It really messed me up while I was working because we were just like chit-chatting and I was doing stuff. And it's like, oh, yeah. Mr. Taylor, I'm just listening along. <laughs> it was like, it was a full stop on whatever I was doing. Wow. <laughs> it was great. Holy cow. Well, we haven't done one of those in, in a little bit. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. 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 It's, um, yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to share because the clock was ticking because I did send him a text just before coming upstairs. And if he were to oh, write so back to me, it, I couldn't ask it to read me my latest message and get that uh, response. So that's I why you. I wanted to like front load like, that story. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, start the show. <laughs> I got a good joke. Right. I, got, I got a sopping wet bit I want to do. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm glad it worked out. I mean, yeah. just, in, just in time. <clears throat> yep. Yep. Oh man. So how are you? Uh, better. Good. Yeah, quite a bit better. I. Um, you want to share with the class? We already talked, I, but <laughs> I, yeah, we already. <laughs> I'll share with the class. So let's talk a bit. So in, in, in since the last podcast, there's been a little holiday around here. We like to call the Fourth of July. It's uh, Independence Day here in the states, mm-hmm. and um, so. We were we were doing we were just familying, right? We were taking a we took a little picnic. So I got the 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 my my oldest, the dog, my middle child, <laughs> almost five year old mini human, human human daughter. <laughs> human daughter. And then the youngest, three three months old, little pup. Little pup. She's a blue healer. She's uh she's learning fast, but she's still a rascal. Mm-hmm. So we finish eating and we're we're messing around. And um, she gets a little nippy sometimes, and and she has once or twice put a put a fang into my chin, just messing around, you know. I think she mm-hmm. feels like I'm armored like a dog on the face. Mm, okay, but she's drawn blood a couple of times. Nippy also, too. in my experience, puppies just miss a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, she's clumsy. Yeah, like, she yeah. she's not. She means I, I mean it like she means no harm when she does that, you know. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, so she's messing around and she kind of nips my face and I feel it burn a little bit. I'm like, oh, she got me with that fang again. Mm-hmm. She got me Puppy with that teeth. fang again. Puppy teeth Puppy are teeth. Real, real sharp. Yep. They're really little needle teeth. And my wife says, uh, I think she got your lip ring. <laughs> and like, I can kind of chuckle about it now because you told me this 
four days ago. <laughs> this is, this <laughs> is five, 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 this is the sixth day Yeah. We're, as, as we're recording. So I put my hand up to my face and sure enough, there is blood streaming down my fingers. <laughs> so I stand up real quick. Well, we are going to, we're going to quickly clean up this picnic here. My wife's like, uh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's like, okay. So I'm sitting, I'm like leaning over, trying not to get blood on my clothes. And I'm like, yeah. okay, so let's get to the car very quickly. We are going to go to the ER. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it it wasn't like a, you know. Well, it's still like wounds that are on your head bleed like crazy. Oh, they bleed so much. Yeah. So it much. Was, is bleeding more than than you know it's it's a it's a thing. I'm not like in actual danger, but it's it's, it's alarming and it's, it, that's that friggin' yeah. sucks. It is a <laughs> it is a comedy movie like cringe injury that they put in there for a laugh. Yeah, uh, yeah. It yep. uh, it doesn't make you cringe less once it's happened to you. Duh. So yeah, I got the lip ring pulled right out of my face. It's gone. I didn't even look for it. Uh, she might have swallowed it. Uh, so I kind of like found some napkins in the car and kind of dealt with it until we actually, it wasn't like an emergency emergency. So we actually took the dogs and my daughter home. My mom met us over at the house and um, then we went and we actually tried to find like an urgent care or something that wasn't the ER because we were thinking, yeah. you, you know, if you don't have to go to the ER, but anyway, yeah, nothing not, was open, not a great so. time to try to go to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah, but they they stitched my face back onto me, and uh, yeah, and and I actually just pulled the there there was there's a, they actually only used two stitches. They left mm. the inside open. <laughs> I guess they thought that was best. They said if it got infected, it would need somewhere to drain. <laughs> and I thought I my mouth was great. That's yeah. awesome. Sure. Uh, no, they stitched and and the one of them's a dissolvable stitch, and the other one they said could come out in in. Um, uh, five days. So I actually took that out today. They said I could go see a doctor. I decided I could probably just cut it out myself, which I did. Oh yeah, you just probably snip it and it comes undone. Yeah, yeah. More or less. I yeah. just held it, held it with clean, clean my implements and held it with tweezers and snipped. I actually used my little uh, snippers that I would use when I if I was like soldering because <laughs> they were the <laughs> sharpest, fi- yeah. like heaviest duty thing. That like I have some scissors, but they they weren't really strong enough all the way at the tip to. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, so I did that. <clears throat> wow. Now, so it's pretty okay. It's 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 scarring pretty good, but you know okay. whatever. Now I, you've had that lip ring as long as I've known you, which is quite a long time now. Um, yeah. Within within months of turning eighteen, I think I got that. Um, so yeah. I've. Had I think I remember you telling me that. For more of my life than I haven't had it by now. Yeah. Well, not anymore. <laughs> no, you don't have it again. Um, are you gonna get it repierced? No, I don't really have any intention of that. They actually said that they could try to save the hole while they were yeah. sewing me up, and I was like, <laughs> "No, I'm all right." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would choose not to have them try to save it, also because, like, just stop all of this from happening, please. You know, <laughs> save um, the hole. <laughs> I did write wow. that down. By it still kind of hurts if I smile really good. Um, the, <laughs> the tension's a little lighter now that I pulled that one stitch out, but there's still one in here, and I, I kind of mm. don't. I was just reading like, how long is this going to take for it to dissolve? Apparently, it can take quite a while. Yeah, and I might, I might decide to cut this one out too because I really don't think I need it anymore. I had a dissolvable stitch in my mouth once for wisdom teeth, and it's very weird. Um, it's like it started to. It's not so much like it dissolved as much as it fell out. Um, yeah, but I, but I guess the in, it sort inside of became, part of it dissolves. Yeah, like became weaker and then lost its yeah. grip and stuff. So, so I just we were just googling that because I had this question. Apparently, it doesn't dissolve like with water. Um, huh. It's it's an immune reaction. Your body oh. dissolves it because it's made out of like animal proteins, like cat guts and silk and stuff. Fascinating. Real. I yeah. we took um we took our dog to the vet the other uh, yesterday, um for like a, a routine you know doggy exam, and routine he got vetting. it a routine. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, and he he was behind on a few shots because we scans- we skipped an appointment because of uh, COVID and stuff. So we were like finally rescheduled and stuff. So he was getting all his like boosters and vaccines and stuff, and yeah. they were telling me about. Just the the crazy science that is going on with dog vaccines right now, it's oh, yeah? incredible. And I had to like the vet was like, I'm going to stop talking about this now because I won't stop talking about it. 
so <laughs> she was like so jazzed on the the, wow. uh, the tick prevention vaccine. I guess previously oh, wow. it had a vaccine for ticks. Uh, vaccine Instead for Lyme a, disease. Yeah. Oh 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 yeah. Okay. okay but now it also you. kills the tick. So what it does is hmm. previously, if your dog had this uh, antibody for Lyme disease, the tick would have to give the dog Lyme disease in order yeah. for its body to fight it off, right? Like, that's just right. how it works. So, And in doing so, it can still transfer it to other uh, other dogs, other people, whatever. Right. So now the new vaccine, I can't believe we're talking about this on a guitar podcast, but it's <laughs> science is the best thing, so I want to talk about it. Um, so she was like, now there's this crazy thing, like we have to go back and give him a booster because what it does is it, it detects, so it's like through magic, you know, witchcraft. <laughs> it's as if by magic. Uh, it detects when the tick has bit the dog. Like when there is like the first few blood cells enter the tick and it takes a blood meal, that then kills the tick before it can even deploy Lyme disease. It's wild. Okay. Wow. And, and, they, it, and that would prevent the tick then from like latching in real good. And- latching in real good or like eating giving the thing Lyme disease and then piecing out and going on yeah. to someone else. Right. So it just kills that tick point blank. And they, she told me that they figured it out. Like they have this, like all these like protein mapping thing. Like they figured some new way to do it by analyzing the gut bacteria inside the tick. Nice. So like, think of how impossibly small that is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, bacteria like, what the isn't hell? any smaller when it's inside a tick than when but it's in you. I know, you. I know, you know but that, like, right? Yeah, but like getting at it. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's hard. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do it. <laughs> you got to culture those bitches. It was, it was very cool. So anyway, that's that's the thing, man. Science is great. Science, Dissolve- is, science is pretty great. Dissolvable stitches sticking around too long or not. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I'm glad they exist because there's times when you want them, like in your, mm-hmm. your mouth. But this is this is actually the more irritating one. This is the one that's sort of on the top. So like every time I close my mouth or eat something, I can feel it poking uh. me. And that's yeah. actually the the most at this point five days on. This is the most painful part of the whole thing. Is like the stitch itself kind of like hurts when I wiggle it around. Ugh. But nothing else does. Everything else is just sort of like almost not even swollen anymore. It's kind of bruisey looking and stuff. Hmm. But well, it's astonishing how fast your mouth heals. Yeah, it's astonishing. Quit your wiggling. Quit your wiggling. Okay. Well, um, do you want to do you want to control some tone today? Yeah. Do I? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks to Pedal Genie for sponsoring the tone control. Visit pedalgenie.com and start your wish list today. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I tried a new thing. I got in here before y'all, and I tested my microphone, and then I started the video first instead of joining the video that was already going on. Nice. And it, you notice it didn't freak out. I didn't turn into a robot. Ah. I didn't have to reboot my whole sh- Nice. So I just got to get a lead on y'all, and okay. I think everything works a lot better. Either Actually, side, side note, I did actually update my Mac to the newer OS, so maybe that's it. Uh, he said, wait. discovering the much more likely answer. Big Sur? That's not, is that out? No, 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 no. Oh, the one oh, that's oh. out. The, okay, the okay. one from like a year ago. Okay. <laughs> that's how long I was like, it oh my God, it. just. <laughs> it was, uh, it was June, I think. June, late May, maybe early June when Avid finally made Pro Tools compatible with the current version of macOS from oh, yeah. last October. That's what, that's what goes on. And then I kind of sat on it for a second and made sure all my plug... Anyway, whatever. This mm. is stupid. It's although slightly closer to guitar-related than our previous topics. True. Yeah. True, true. Um, I'm going to... The best kind of correct. You know, I was just talking about Futurama <laughs> with some people, and I, it has been decided. I am overdue for another viewing of Futurama. And yeah. it's on Hulu, so that's where... If anyone's wondering, check mm-hmm. it out there. Uh, it's happening. I'm going to do it. You, right. you got it. Oh, you got it. You know, it's it, like it's every few years. The you greatest need, cartoon, Eric. You've never watched it. This is this is the luxury of being in the chat. We get to yell at you for not having watched Futurama. Yeah. Uh, do you, Do you like The Simpsons, Eric? It doesn't matter because it's better. Okay. Well, what I'm saying is, if if somebody really didn't like The Simpsons, I don't think you could get into Futurama because the humor. Um, like style is the same. The humor the, style the, and like delivery is the same. Right. But the reason Futurama is better is because it's 
it's the undeniably great humor of The Simpsons, except in a setting where there's aliens in the future and you can do anything you want. You're not limited to yeah. people being human or things being you know, quasi related to real life. Right. And one of my favorite ongoing jokes on the show is like whenever they are talking like really high level science, there's a name of some particle or of some important piece of the thing that's just named whatever they're trying to do. So like right. <laughs> if, we, if we were like broadcasting, we would be broadcasting with podcasterons or something like that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, they do this like, I cannot think of a specific example, but they're always like, oh, you know, what, what what's your phone made of? Iphonium. You know, there's right. like that kind of, that kind of joke is like my favorite kind of joke. So anyway. Stupendous. Anyway. <sighs> okay. Anyway. I, um, so- look at this, man. I am... I'm lousy with pedals here today. Lousy We've got with guitar pedals. Lousy with pedals today. We got a lot of cool pedals to talk about. Uh, the first couple are from our pals at Copper Sound. It's the Broadway and the Strategy. 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 Strategic boost. Uh, I'm going to start with the Strategy because I've spent okay. the most time with it. Um, right so the strategy, and we've talked about this, we've, we've probably seen this across the internet, everybody looking at the video and chat right mm-hmm. now. It is a guitar pedal that that really crazily resembles a Stratocaster. It's got a Strat jack right on it, uh, on the mm-hmm. on like the top where the knobs go. There's the Strat jack plate, which is the input to the pedal. And then the output is on the, the back, kind of where it, you know ins and outs usually go. Then there's a section of Strat pick guard that's a, a three-ply white, black, white uh, pick guard and a volume and a tone knob with Strat volume and tone knobs. And, and then these come like, in different colors too. The, the, he's describing yeah. the one he has, but there's so, a bunch um, the of different one I color have, combos. The one I have here is Seafoam Green, but you can get it in any Fender, or I, really any color, any like regular <laughs> guitar color, you can get this pedal in. And the same is true for the Broadway. And I'm jumping right to the end here. You can customize these pedals with Copper Sound. They will match it to your guitar. So you send them some pics of your Strat or your Tele or even whatever other guitar and say, I want my pedal to match that. They'll get the same color pick guard, the same color paint, and they'll do it up and you'll have like a little mini guitar clone pedal. Mm-hmm. He's got, I love He's it. got a, a drop-down box of a bunch of sort of pre-done combinations, including a bunch of relic ones. Which oh, the relic ones l- look, look so good. Look great or bad, depending on your perspective, but he's done a great job of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like the shell pink with the tortoise shell pick guard. Um, they're all just like really, they're all, the, the different colors are great because if I. <laughs> natural wood. <laughs> the, yeah, they do a natural wood. Does he? Yeah. I think they're few and far between, but they, they will do them and they'll sunburst them and stuff like that. I think they're just starting. Wow. Awesome. Um, yeah. Very <laughs> awesome. So. What's the thing like matching them is super cool because if I had space on my board for this or if I had a strat collection or something like that, I would really kind of want many of these pedals to match all of my guitars. Oh, yeah, look, <laughs> in some here's super the, irresponsible way. Here's the wood. Uh, it, uh, he's got so many different pictures here on the site. Yeah, um, yeah, there's a lot. We should we should link in here. Um, here, Eric, you can find this. There's one. Kind of near the bottom of that stack of photos in like the third row, there's one that's a sunburst with a little bit of uh, wood grain peeking through. Um, really nice. So anyway, the strategy is an analog preamp and clean boost. Okay, it's um, yeah. Based it's on okay an, with me. It's based on an audiophile grade hi-fi op amp. So it's just many many louds. <laughs> <laughs> and then the controls on it are just volume and tone. And the, it's super. S- it's so simple. And the thing we were talking about this in Discord uh, earlier this week about like sometimes pedals not being uh, like, you know how a pedal can be like more musical than another pedal? Like they can yeah. be tuned to kind of have a more musical quality that's really super nebulous to say, but I think you know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, I, I most of the time I, it ends up feeling like it's just, it's like a board game that's been play tested better. Yeah, You know, right, they found right. those rough edges and rounded them off. And it's like, you know, just, just worked with it for a while so that the values and the curves make more sense yeah, to what it, it would actually be used for and not just like on a diagram. Exactly, and I, I find that 
pedals that have that quality to them that are more musical than others, quote unquote, are the pedals where you can dial them in any setting and they're going to sound really good and they're going to be a sound that you can use. It's not like you, mm. so many pedals you get, you got to dial it in so it works with your stuff, right. which is fine. I mean, that's like why they have controls, obviously. But there's the the best pedals, I think, have a million different usable sounds that are really interesting and really fun. And the strategy is no slouch in that camp. Like it is, it fits that mold super, super well. Uh, the tone is just like it's super usable in every position, which is great. I was working with it really low for a long time, and I kind of forgot how low it was, and I turned it up really high. It's like a different pedal. Mm-hmm. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's just a clean boost, man. It's it's great for driving <laughs> it's an a amp and stuff. Sincere competition in the chat now. <laughs> oh, really? Super usable <laughs> yeah. every position, every all the positions. Every well, I mean, last one. So there's, it's a knob, right? So how many positions are there on a knob? Uh, All of them. Yeah. It's super continuum. usable. You know what I'm saying, though. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's got a crazy bright LED. It's like a, well, one of those like flashlight lenses on it. So it's like a friggin' laser beam, which <laughs> is great. You. Yeah. Uh, it's got the, the cool copper sound tag there on the front. And it's all around really cool. It's so eye-catching. It's not... Um, do I have anything here to compare it to? Hang on. Um... It's not huge, which is great. Uh, it's like normal pedal size. Here's a metal zone for comparison. <laughs> this is <laughs> all I got around. Scale. <laughs> metal zone for scale. <laughs> <laughs> metal zone for scale. That's going to be on the list for sure. Uh, I just I love how it sounds. And if you're keeping up with um, this is what I'm up to on Instagram, on the Tone Control Instagram, I'm doing Tone of the Week. And that happens on Tuesdays. This week's tone of the week was with the strategy, and it's got this like this t- the the term you you associate with this sound is touch sensitive. So it makes the strings kind of really glisteny sounding. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, very articulate. Really, really, really good. Secondly, is the Broadway. Hold on, he's saying that the customization to match your guitar is free. Yeah. Well, shoot. Right? I mean, I think you, the, yeah, it would awesome. take, take longer to make. Like, they might have, like, this color is I know, I'm stock, surprised you know, he's not charging a fee for it. I think they make more or less all the orders to order. So when yeah. they, you know, it's not that big a deal to right. get the paint you want. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. So is, is the Jack being a Stratocaster, like, uh, what would I even call that? You know, like the, the angle, scoop. Like yeah, the scoop is. Is it? Isn't that kind of a pain on a pedal? Is it worth um, it? Is it worth it for the cool factor? It takes up a lot of room on the front of the pedal, but there's not a lot here, <laughs> well, there's right? Else it's just, you need. Yeah, so that doesn't matter. Um, well, I, so what I'm thinking about is patch like, cables. Like you yeah, have so, to have a, a straight patch cable, right? Which maybe no, I've been, I've been using a 90 degree. Where's my? Oh, I have one here. Uh, here we go. Show me that you know what I've never seen the thing on a pedal board. Yeah, um, uh, this is a bad example. I have um, a, another smaller patch cable. Oh wait, no, this works um, with a with a shorter collar on it that fits really mm-hmm. well. But it can kind of okay. just float, and it does not touch the knob here. I know it looks like it is, but it's not touching the knob. Okay. Um, you could go the other way, but it would that would definitely interfere yeah, it would with cover the, the switch. switch. You could use a straight one. Um, but like the George L's connectors or the lava cable connector that is right. much smaller than this. Obviously, fits, those fits don't interfere with anything. Not at all. Yeah, it's great. Um, I will say it's tough to, because of the orientation of this, the Strat Jack, the scooped thing, and that it's not on a guitar, it's not uh, perpendicular to the floor, it's parallel to the floor, it's hard to, plug, it's hard to unplug from it. Um, but like mm. it's a pedal, so how often are you unplugging from it? Yeah, right. So it's fine. If anything, it's just extra secure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Now we have moving the Broadway, on. which is also this is like the broadcaster slash it's the Telecaster version uh, of this yeah. Pickguard series. I'm not gonna say it's the same pedal because it's definitely not the same pedal. It yeah, is they sound it, way different. Way different. They look way different. Uh, they both look like guitars, though. So this has a three-way pickup selector on it and one volume knob. 
uh, there's just the regular ins and outs on the top next to the power and stuff like that. And it's got the pick guard. It's got the tele control plate. It's got the knurled knob. It looks just the best. Uh, this is inspired by the original Range Master circuit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Actually, let me open up my tab on this. Oh, he's got nice wood grain images on this one, too. Oops, I closed my tab. <laughs> by open tab, I, I meant it. close I it. it. <laughs> Here we go. Treble booster and germanium preamp. So it's it's got a lot of oomph, and the, the uh, pickup selector is doing an approximation of the pickup selector on a Telecaster in this yes. pedal. Modifying your filters and so on. Yeah, and filters is really the best way to put it because in the bridge position, I was playing this with my... So here's the thing. I, I, talk, I asked Alex, what do I do here? Do I play a Telecaster through the Telecaster pedal? Telecasterception. Right. Does that is that is that the intent? Like, what is the design choice here? Is it yeah. just look really cool or is it supposed to sound like a Telecaster? What are we doing? And he said... Uh, works great with everything, but we recommend you try it with something that's not the guitar these pedals are modeled after. Okay. So I, I grabbed my Telecaster, but it has two humbuckers. So that was my uh, view mm -hmm. into this first. And in the bridge position, the f***er sounds like a single coil. Huh. It's got that snap. It's got that twang. And when, like that, it's not ice picky, but it's got that, like, that cutting yeah. frequency to it. And I played it earlier today with my Les Paul, and it's with the Les Paul, it's more like a filtery kind of sound, but still super dang close mm. to sounding like a single coil. The really fun part of this pedal is that in the neck, quote unquote neck position, when you move this the pickup selector to the neck position, it is it, it does amazing things to make it sound like a neck pickup. And you can like if you have a one pickup guitar, this is your bridge, this is your neck pickup in pedal form. Mm. which I was really excited to find out. Because I've been thinking, huh. like, someday I would like to own a single pickup guitar just for the the sake of that For the single pickupness of it? Yeah, the whole thing. But having one of these would allow you to still have that, uh, that neck pickup thing if you wanted. It's got a single knob on it, which is just output volume. And the middle position yep. is is kind of the flattest. It's like the the most in between. It's like literally in between the two. So it's got the most kind of transparent type. Uh, it's, it's not filtering as yeah, not filtering as much. Um, just big vibes, you know, big pedal vibes on mm -hmm. these. I'm really into it. Get, getting a real pedal kind of vibe off of this. Pedal. <laughs> getting a real Telecaster and Stratocaster vibe on these bad boys. I think the more I look at them. I am I am more struck by the strategy, like the yeah. the the Broadway just starts to look more and more like a regular guitar pedal to me. I don't know why that is. Because I, I think the squareness of it. I think it's the jack mostly on the strategy that really is like, okay. and the curved pick guard and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the squareness of the Broadway is it blends in a little bit. It's a little more subtle. Anyway, um, awesome. let's see. I have an uh, I have a sound clip that I will send to put in the podcast in post production of the strategy, and I have not done one for the Broadway yet, but I will, and I'll cool. try to demonstrate all three positions because it's it's wild. And how about this? I'll use my Les Paul because it's like the total opposite. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. Sounds and it's fun. Part of the Pickguard series. <laughs> oh, they're two hundred. They're two hundred fifty bucks each. Um, <laughs> straight all positions. The, the, the chat is mad that they can't hear it right this very instant. Well, guess yeah. what, dear listener in the future? You get to hear it right now.
Huh. And actually, this Broadway that he sent looks a lot like Justin's guitar, which is really fun. Yeah, it's exactly the same color. (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome. Anyway, those are $249 each. And like we said, you can customize them to your guitar for no additional fee. That is mega enticing. It's like people that have a mailbox that's like a a small scale model of their own house. Have you seen this? Nope. (laughs) Dude, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Like your mailbox is like a miniature of your actual house. That's what these pedals are to your guitar. Oh, that's wonderful. I think that probably wouldn't be allowed in my neighborhood. Oh, do you have an HOA? Yeah, yeah. We have to have the mailbox they gave us. And it has it wow. has like a has like a thing on top with the number the house oh. number. And, yeah, they're all black. Very fancy. Yeah, hmm. I suppose. Um, let's talk about some more pedals. What do you think? Yeah, let's do that. Let's not talk about a movie about time travel. Uh, so next on the list is something from Walrus. Yeah, dude. So, uh, oh my gosh. Okay. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Is this a dual reverb? <sighs> yeah. That was a really good one. (laughs) What was that? That was podcast chicken, Derek. (laughs) I honestly don't know who won. That was some amazing. That was top tier podcasting right there, (laughs) folks. (laughs) When you've been doing this as long as we have, just being professional on air comes so naturally. You don't even know you're doing it or not doing it. You know what it is? It's the because we have the video back. Because if we did not have, if we had only audio, I'd be like, "Are you there? Did I lose are you? Are you okay? What happened? Did did your power go out? Yeah, I, you know. <sighs> okay. Okay. Yes. So Walrus Audio conjures up gold standard slow and fathom dual reverb pedal. Two minute read. <laughs> Approximately two Appro- minutes. Well, all right, all right. Does that include the videos? I don't think it Is does. Vi- oh, no. The videos are going to take longer. Ooh, you hate to see it. So the Slow and the Fathom are two pedals that Walrus Audio makes. And they done gone slammed them in the same enclosure. Wow. Did they do it better than those clowns that we talked about last yeah. week? Yeah. Yes, they did. Good. So that is part of the reason I added this to the show notes. Um, there are four jacks on the top, and you can go... Yep. Uh, in to so the fathom comes first, the slow comes second. You cannot change the order. That is just a decided thing okay. from Walrus. Uh, you can go into the fathom and right out of the slow, and you're good to go. Right? It's just mm-hmm. just like any other pedal. Now there is an output from the fathom and an input to the slow that is basically an effects loop. So you can put other pedals in between these two reverbs that are in the same enclosure. That yeah. is the thing to do. That is the thing to do if you have two more jacks that you just have to throw away and so you install them in your pedal for no reason. Right. No more patch cables just to make the pedal work within itself. (laughs) 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 Okay. Uh, Wow, I'm just reading. There's only 196 of these available worldwide. What an odd number. Huh. Okay. Okay. Uh, It's also like the artwork is the same as the slow and the fathom, but it's all like this shiny gold, which is super cool. And Mm -hmm. it's it's literally those two pedals just in the same box. So if you're not familiar, slow is a multi-texture reverb, S-L-O, with the umlaut. Um, umlaut. It has cool things. There's a sub-octave in the echo, an auto-swell mode, a dream mode, which has a latching switch and stuff like that. Um, really, really powerful filter controls. Again, like that musical tuning we were talking about. A sustain switch. And then an X knob that changes based on what other, what other settings are going on in the pedal. So the X is like a multi-purpose control. 
Yeah, depending, depending on, on which reverb. In. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Fathom is a multifunction reverb with four different reverb algorithms, Hall, Plate, Lo-Fi, and Sonar. So Lo-Fi is a filtered verb with like an AM radio sound. Or you can you can change that around like the other end of the knob is a really lush and chorusy tapey kind of sound. Sonar has both high and low octaves included, and the X control on that blends the high octave in, which is very cool. Okay, huh? Yeah. I'll have, maybe if I hear that, I'll know why it's called Sonar. Yeah, I wasn't sure either, but it's it sounds cool. So who cares? Hmm. <laughs> Uh, it's got the ins and outs like we talked about. It's in one enclosure. It's 350 bucks, and there's a limited run. And then also, I mean, we were just talking about this in Discord today. Chicago Music Exchange has a, I think it's the Slow and the ARP 87 uh, combo pedal as well, which is exclusive to them. Oh, okay. Which ARP 87 is a delay, so it goes delay into reverb, and it's got very similar features, like uh, signal routing-wise. Cool, cool. Yeah. yeah, and they've got their they they've each of these pedals has a bypass switch and then the sustain switch like yep. the the weirdness so they both have both of those. There's yeah. four four switches. It, it they're kind of close together, but that you know no closer than yeah. like those um, Chase Bliss things that always have like. That's true. Uh, very close foot switches, so it's that's fine. true. It's fine. Um, it's. Yeah, Eric is saying in the chat that the ARP Fathom is the obvious choice because because it's delay and reverb and not just two yeah. reverbs. However, um, I, 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 right on on its face, like that makes perfect sense. It doesn't mean that this can't be really neat, but well, it depends on your usage of reverb. Like you could have one be this big hall, super cavernous thing, and the other just be like a short kind of room reverb type thing. Or or mm-hmm. and, and the the different modes that these both have. Like they make these two separate pedals for a reason. They're they're not covering the same territory, so. Yeah, I um, I yeah, I get that. It's it's hard because that that is it's correct to say that like the more obvious choice is going to be the delay into a reverb because but, it's two different effect categories. Yeah, because yeah. it. Uh, but I mean, this is this is a little bit doubling down on on strangeness, hmm. I guess, right? And I, you know, it's, you gotta you're gonna have to like reverbs. Yeah. And I mean, these are not just like hall, right? Like one of them can no. make just a hall sound, right? But but the other one is is definitely doing strangeness. So yeah, there's a lot of like really cool like effects happening here. It's not just big reverbs. Yeah. They do all kinds of cool things. Um, I, I really like my um, my procession from Walrus, or not Walrus, from uh, Old Blood Noise. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I've thought about getting other reverb pedals, but this this markets to me because I have a delay pedal that I really like and I don't want to like change that yeah. out. So I, I don't have a need for two delay pedals. But having a lot of reverb options on here, because think of it as like two presets. Yeah. Right? Sure. So, I don't know. I think it's cool, man. I wonder uh, if they're going to release sounds, it in like good. a different color that is not limited. I don't know. So the, every now and then they just whip out these these combination pedals. I think it's such a cool thing. Yeah, they might not. Hmm. Might just be th- this thing. I think my I think my neighbors might be celebrating the 9th of July. Man, it went on so long uh, because all of the f- public fireworks displays were essentially shut down. I think mm-hmm. there were some virtual ones that went, but I, I don't really know what the deal was. We we kind of didn't care, mm-hmm. uh, and everybody just went crazy with their yard fireworks. Yeah, it was so much louder than any other year we've oh, lived God, here. I know, and it went we, on um, past midnight, and we were uh, like trying to be in bed. And I was like, what, look, "Guys, my kid is going to get up at the same time, no matter what you do." Please. Yeah, and like at what point, like, do you call the police? Like, there's a whole, and then like everybody's shooting fireworks. So like, basically in Manchester here, they said you can call the police, but we're getting a lot of yeah. calls. Kind right. of like, so don't bother. Um, yeah, I mean, that's what we figured. 
Yeah. So what was interesting was, um, so in New Hampshire, fireworks are legal, yes. but in city limits of Manchester, where I live, they are not. And it's like a whole sound ordinance thing and probably due to like fires and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Cause there's a, the population density here is pretty high. So, and so, so close and so loud that the thing to launch the fireworks was very, very loud. And then when they exploded was, uh, Wow. Like window sh- window shaking loud, shakingly loud, yeah, very very big. It's I I got the impression like I couldn't actually find what the legality of fireworks were. All I could find was news articles from last year, which universally said that in the state of Ohio, it is not legal for a person, a personal person without a license that isn't like a show mm. going on that was personally licensed by the fire department to have fireworks at all. I see. Um, okay. We always hear them going off. Every year yeah. we have. But it was not this crazy. I kind of think that they just... Oh, you know what might be the thing? Are they legal in Kentucky? Uh, yeah, but we're not in Kentucky. I know, but I'm saying like if they won't even sell to you without a license, if they're legal in Kentucky, people could just run over there and grab them. Yeah, I mean, there are stores around here. It's oh, okay. just that if it's not legal <laughs> to fire them off, you know, it's like, yeah. Um, anyway, it, obviously they weren't gonna. It, it, there, there comes a point where you just can't shut it all yeah, down, right? Yeah. So you, here's the amazing thing try. about what happened here, though. Like it was, it was pretty ripping for a while. Ten fifteen, it's like somebody flipped a switch; they were turned off. Huh? It was remarkable. It never happens. Where Usually they that? they go they usually go really late and stuff. It's very disruptive and awful. It was just like, boom, turn it off. I, I don't know. I mean, huh. there is a, a county sheriff in this neighborhood. I don't know if they actually said, like, we'll look the other way until the sound curfew, which is at 10. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's like, oh, huh. okay. Thanks, guys. Well, they got the message out. Wow, I wish they'd done something like that here. Yeah. Call um, it. I Call it 1130, you know, that would have been better. (laughs) I know, it's so late. And then, like, everybody's, like, not social distancing while they shoot off fireworks in the driveway. Like, come on, please, come on. You can just stop all these things. So, anyway. Right. You want to talk about Pedal Genie? Uh, We can. We can do that. We can Um, do that. I have to unlock my phone, though. So, morning, everybody. It's going to take a minute because I was Uh, underprepared. I thought we were going to lament the state of our universe for a little while longer. Okay. Oh, I do that too much. Pedal Genie is like the Netflix of guitar pedals. Rent any pedal you want for as long as you want. For one low monthly price, shipping is included and there are no late fees or time limits. With over 1,500 pedals to try from nearly 100 different manufacturers, Pedal Genie definitely has the gear you want to try. Subscriptions start with Flex at just $19.95 a month. Try out one pedal at a time for as long as you want. Send it back when you're ready for the next one. For only $39.95 a month, the standard subscription includes shipping, so you could have a different pedal every few days. If one isn't enough for you, Pedal Genie Pro gets you three pedals at a time for only $64.95 a month. Shipping included. There's a subscription for everyone and best of all, your first month is free. If you find the pedal of your dreams, the one you just have to keep, Pedal Genie will offer you a buyout option. Prices vary with the length of your membership and the type of pedal, but you'll definitely get an awesome price for the pedal in your hand. So head to PedalGenie.com to fill up your wishlist with pedals, and they'll send out your first pedal ASAP. Pedal Genie, all your pedal wishes granted. There's just so many. I I don't think he was listening to the whole first half of the show. He was just (laughs) finding the gifts. Yeah, so if you're new to the show or if you're new to the stream or something like that. Um, so what did we do? Did we cut the, did we cut our mic audio during the Pedal Genie bit? I can't remember. Yeah. We do? Okay. So yeah. here's the thing that I happens. Don't talk, I don't want to actually talk over the ad. Yeah, okay. Um, here's the thing that happens during the ad read, which is only, what, a minute? Not even that? Um, with the, yeah. the, the chat just gets spammed with butts because our very first episode here in Discord... We were like, we just said like, send me those, send me those somebody gifts or something, and somebody butts. sent a butt. Yeah, so now it's just all butts. Like it would, every every ad break, the the chat just gets filled with butts. It's awesome. I love it. 
It's like it's just rapid fire. There's so some now, choice butts today too. So like friend of the show Brian just had two right in the holster. Like we has like just boom play on the battery. <laughs> Pow! Butts, fresh butts. <laughs> fresh butts. <laughs> I couldn't. Eat. I wrote "Gimme them butts" in the chat and. Before, like, we had three gifts before I could even hit send. Yep. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was typing. Our our messages both hit after the first three that were already in the chamber. Lordy oh man. Me. Anyway, what were we talking about? So so listen, pedal genie. Uh, I don't I don't have. I thought for sure I was going to have a pedal back. Don't have a pedal back yet. Oh, uh, yeah. The holiday sometimes slows them down. Holiday a weekend, and I. And I it guess probably I doesn't was, slow them probably, down. It slows the mail down, but. Right. You know, right. so I have a pedal that's been on my list for a long time. Uh, did I send this to you? I posted it somewhere, I think. Maybe I didn't. It's Look at this thing, dude. It's the Laser Fuzz by Idiot Box Effects. Let me take a better oh, picture a of picture. this. You Let shared take a picture a... at some point. I think. Okay, I'm going to put a new picture in chat just to have. Uh, camera... Laser fuzz. I'm very excited about this because Han Solo is on it. Yeah. That's it. That's that's why I wanted to try it. I didn't know anything about Idiot Box. I don't know what a laser fuzz is. I didn't care, to be honest. I just wanted the Han Solo pedal. And this is another one that came from Pedal Genie with a not for sale sticker on the inside, which to me says, like, there's a thing about this pedal I don't know about. So in doing some reading about this before the show, uh, it looks like Idiot Box does not make this anymore. And on mm. Reverb, they're very few and far between. They're not super expensive when you find one, but they didn't even have a page for it. Like, you know, they have like those sale pages that's like, here's 10 listings and here's yeah. some information about this famous pedal or whatever. They didn't really have anything about that. So it's the Laser Fuzz. It's like a slightly smaller enclosure than you might think. It's got one knob, it's got a three way mini toggle and bypass switch. And then it's it's a small pedal, but in and out are on the top. Even on, on this yeah. little guy. And they're very close together, which is cool. So it's pedal board friendly. Power is still on the side, but that's fine. Like it's not in the way of the ins and outs, which are on the top. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, really interesting design choice here with this circuit. When you plug the power in and you plug your input in and you engage the pedal, the light does not turn on. Okay. The light turns oh. on when it receives signal. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. But there's not two lights. <laughs> There's there's only the one. So like I clicked it and one. I was like I plugged in the power and I clicked it's it. It's broken. On and I thought, oh, maybe it needs the input. Like as most battery operated pedals work when you uh insert an instrument cable to the input. Plug yeah. that in, click the pedal on, still nothing. And then I was like, well, let me play my guitar through it. Maybe it's just the light doesn't work. And sure enough, it is just like on, it turns on, on, off, on, off with whatever you're playing, whatever signal it's being fed. So kind of weird but cool okay i'm with you yeah um and then the the knob and the switch are not labeled uh the up position i think i think i can't remember really one of the positions (laughs) because it's not labeled (laughs) on the on the on the uh the mini toggle is like a pretty wide open big woolly fuzz and the knob kind of adjusts the uh like the the gating of it kind of and oh yeah, Eric is right. It probably is supposed to look like a gun. It's Han Solo holding his blaster, the DL forty four. Yeah, the the and, the, the lights yeah. on the and, and the muzzle. the light is the the doo. Yeah, so it's a it's a cool thing. It's got a cool vibe. Sorry, so, I thought everybody knew that already. That's why yeah. I didn't. No, no. Say well, like when I'm thinking guitar pedal, I'm thinking you click it on, the light comes on. I was wrong. Sure, sure. So, so Han shot first. <laughs> That's what this pedal is telling me. <laughs> yes. Anyway, uh, the mini the mini toggle is um, it kind of adjusts like the amount of, or the, I'm sorry the knob adjusts the amount of gate on it almost or like the amount of like not clipping but like what it's kind of how much it sustains and stuff <laughs> and then the mini toggle is adding in like filters and one of them is an octave up. So when you get above the okay. 10, 11, 12th fret on the neck position and stuff, it gets all that like cool Hendrixy thing. But it's like an octave up yep. on a big muff type sound, not a fuzz face type sound. So it's a really, really pretty interesting fuzz pedal. It's it makes a lot of wild sounds and it does not care 
what pickup your guitar is set to. <laughs> it just, it doesn't matter. So um, it's fun, man. Idiot Box Effects Laser Fuzz. I would tell you a price, but they don't seem to make them anymore. The ones I saw on Reverb were like under $200. Some of them were as low as $80, which seemed hmm. crazy. I and mean, for 80 bucks, I would put this on my shelf just to go check out this Han Solo pedal. <laughs> these, um, so these guys, Idiot these Box? guys at, at Idiot Box, we're going to copy this link in here. Um, they're... Their pedal artwork game is strong. It is. It um, really is. So, so we've got here at the top end of line, right, with the mm-hmm. uh, Tron like the graphics. Tron. Yep. The Death Star, the this Mortal Kombat thing here. Power Drive with the uh, Nintendo Power Glove mm-hmm. on it. Um, let's see. There's a Ron Swanson Super Fuzz with just a picture of Ron Swanson inside like the dollar bill portrait. Yeah, the Dungeon the, Master definitely has some like old um, Eye of the Beholder. Uh, there's PC the, game graphics. Look at the, look at the Hanton, which the is Han-ton, half Han yeah, Solo and half Danton. <laughs> so good. Um, uh, the Lost Ark, which yep. is like from the um, uh, Atari Raiders oh, of the yeah, Lost yeah. Ark game. There's Cool graphics. Buzz Space Fuzz. From the Fast Times at Ridgemont High, is that what that is? Like in a pop art style? They, they just, yep. they've got it figured out. <laughs> Death so Ray. Much. There's so many Space good ones. Space Invaders. And the, uh, there's, um, uh, uh, shoot, what's his name? From, from uh, Young Frankenstein. Oh, Eugene Wilder, uh, yeah. Gene Wilder in, in I'm pretty sure that, that <laughs> the, the Mad Doctor Stutter it is Ma- yeah. <laughs> yeah there's like two LEDs and they're over his eyes <laughs> oh and then we have the power boost again a Nintendo themed awesome uh, it doesn't have the glove on it but yeah they also sell t-shirts that says disco rules you suck <laughs> <laughs> and they have a t-shirt that just says Stephen King <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't care, man. It's they just got such a vibe, you know. Oh, the D four distortion. They have like the is it R four D four like the red, um, the red R R two unit R two D four. Yeah. Um, or R R four. Hold on. Yeah. So I so actually, I was watching the Mandalorian behind the scenes thing. R4, that droid ha, I think is called R four, but in the movie they says this R two unit has a bad motivator. So I'm not sure. Yeah. Which it's supposed to be, but. This is cool. They've got great R4 artwork. D4 is a specific one. Okay. He says this R2 unit has a bad motivator, correct? It's not this R4 unit? Yeah. I think he says R2, yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. Um, it sounds like um, the, the, the laser fuzz sounds like a bolt of energy from Han Solo's blaster zipping through the air as it meets its final destination. That's what I've just decided. Plus guitar solo. <laughs> right on. <laughs> guitar Han Solo. <laughs> oh my god, look That's at all these different versions. I haven't done a demo yet, but I will R- shortly. R3T2, R4A22. We just watched R3 Rogue T6. One. R3T6. watched Rogue One the other night. Yeah. And that movie absolutely slaps. It is pure fire from start to finish. <laughs> <laughs> they did. There they is did a no good, stopping. It's that movie. one of the one of the rare moments in Star Wars that pretty well everybody agrees on. Yeah, yeah. And Star Wars fans are the worst. Yeah, he said as a huge Star Wars fan, facing three Star Wars <laughs> uh, posters Star Wars above fans his computer. Are the worst. <laughs> I um, 
listen, I I have a couple of nitpicks about the movie, but we don't have to get into it right now. It's fine. It's fine. Like I'm willing to suspend my disbelief, you know? It's yeah. good. It's real it's, good. It's not no, no, it's a good it's a good it's a good flick. There's a couple of things where I feel like I would have done it differently, but I also would write my heroes without any flaws. I mean, I'd be a terrible writer. Well, Justin, as a graduate student of creative writing, I can tell you that characters without Shut flaws up. are boring. Just stop, stop <laughs> talking. <laughs> that is literally what I'm working on this week is character <laughs> development with flaw. So. Yeah. No, I, no, I know it. I know it. Like, yeah. because I'm always like, I'm whenever I'm really excited about a story and I start to think about why, it's always like, the the one of the things that contributed to my high level of engagement in it is because I'm like, why would you do that? You yeah. crazy person. You could be yeah. so perfect. And and I would that's why I say like I would probably write my my characters so stupidly and they would be the most boring well, stories. Like Beth has this thing where like if a show or if it, like we're watching a TV show or something like Stranger Things is a really great example. Um, yeah, she'll say like. Well, we'll finish an episode that's like a real, you know, a, a real bomb drop kind of moment. And she's like, the show's stupid. She just says it like so just, just like this, this show, this show is so stupid. And I'm like, oh, that that's the sign. That means Beth really likes this show. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, or yeah. we'll finish up a show and she's like, I hate that character so much. I've never hated a character more than in my whole life. I'm like, but <laughs> that is by design. But- and right. that that means they're a great character. They could be the worst, like most evil monster character there ever was. But because you feel feelings about it, mm-hmm. that means it was done right. <laughs> it's done correctly. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, In thanks, Pedal Genie, for the Idiot Box FX laser fuzz. B- b- bang. Nope. Nope. I did a bad job. <laughs> did a bad, bad job. So what what the hell is this? Do you want to talk about Hamilton? I don't I don't know. I am asking you. It's in the show notes. This is my communication to Justin <laughs> via the show notes. Hey. Do you want to talk about Hamilton? Uh I, I don't I don't particularly care if we talk about Hamilton. It's a good I musical. Just, I just well, I have only just seen it for the first time. So, and I know oh, yeah. like do your you wife want to talk about him? I have seen. I just it, want to mention a few uh, things about it. Um, yeah, as a first I've time seen watcher, it one time, and it just by the way, it just uh, last week hit Disney Plus. So all you Disney Plus subscribers can watch the whole thing. Yeah. The production was recorded during the last week of its original cast run on Broadway, and it's just now being released. Um, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a, it's a good show. So what do you so, think? Well, that's what I just wanted to mention really quickly is like this Hamilton has been a part of like the, you know, part of society for like five years now. And because yeah. it's so prohibitively expensive and I don't live somewhere where like theater happens, I never bothered to like figure anything Come out Come on it. down to Cincinnati. <laughs> So, and I'm not one to listen to uh, musical theater soundtracks without having seen the show because that just seems like kind of, I feel like I'd be missing part of it, you know? She made me listen to it several times before we. Yeah, and like I had heard a few songs here (laughs) or there, and I was like, oh, I see what they're doing. This is cool. Like like merging the merging like modern hip hop stuff with musical theater, which is Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's never been done before. But it's being done in a very cool way. Yeah. So a few things just from my first, or having watched it now, five years late. <laughs> I think yeah. it is um, uh, a really airtight example of musical motif and how like a, a single musical melodic line or, or a handful of melodic lines can be woven throughout an entire thing whether it be an album or a record catalog or a musical. There are so many, and I picked it up on the first viewing, which means, I mean, I'm a musician and I pay attention to things like that. It's extremely solid though, yeah. Yeah, which means like it is the perfect execution. So all of the, the, um, like every time, like there is a reference to Sir is awesome. Like they just nail Mm -hmm. it every time. Uh, I'm trying to think, like there's just all these like little 
few few notes of melody that that tie everything together well, every t- time. Typically, many of the characters have themes, right? Mm-hmm. And and even though the songs have quite a bit of diversity to their sound and stuff, th- there there are plenty of times you know calls back to the overture. Yeah, and the characters individual parts and stuff or or when they're overlapping and when one character is doing something because of another character and stuff they'll they'll have these little wisps of the theme kind of traced right through but and, it's it's yeah. so perfectly identifiable and i think a yeah. lot of other musicals that i've seen it's like oh wait that was the refrain like i oh i caught it this time and mm-hmm. this is like nope now we're doing this part again and it's going to move into this other part that you heard a little while ago and here we we're moving on it's just so clearly yeah. defined, and I think it's like a great. Uh, if you're on the fence about watching Hamilton, like watch it for the technical aspect of it, if no other reason, because it's super well done. Yeah. As far as like the co- composing of that kind of thing, um, also stylistically, um, the mashing of genres of things is done really well. Like I'm a fan of mashups, mm-hmm. like most people are. I think it's cool to see these things that. Like on the spectrum of music, like there's musical theater and then there's hip hop, right? They they don't really you don't think they really overlap or or wouldn't you wouldn't find a time mm-hmm. where they overlap really. But it's maybe that was like kind of the mission statement for what Hamilton is early on, you know. So it's just super well done. Yeah. Um the again, like the theming and like the motifing of like the musical stuff was I was just so surprised at how much I noticed it and how well it was done. That's kind of all I wanted to talk about, I guess. It's it's just killer. Yeah. Because we're it's here to talk about music. Good time. And, and musicals yeah. count. I don't know if you guys know this. Musicals count as music. <laughs> musicals are music. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact, everybody. Just going to drop some yeah. knowledge on you. So, uh-huh. um, and then I, I watched the musical, and then like a few days later, I was like, oh, like throw on the soundtrack and see like how much I remember, or maybe I could pay more attention to the lyrics and stuff this time because there's a lot to take in. Uh, lots of very fast verses that you got to pay attention to for bits of story. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're stuck in my head for like seven days after. Right. <laughs> Some, because they're perfectly it's working. Well done. Yeah, they've done it. Like, damn it. Why well, shouldn't have listened to that? So, <laughs> anyway, that's all. That's that's my thing. Sure. Just wanted to mention that. So I guess that's it, mm-hmm. man. That seems to be pretty basically pretty much it. Yeah. Hey, man. Um, how about how about you explain to the folks at home the Patreon right, and the right. Discord so what, and all that? What's what what is even going on right now? So, uh, we have a Discord channel set up. You can find it by looking in your show notes to get the link because it's gnarly. It's Discord.gg/slash a bunch of stuff. And uh, but if you just go to the show notes, you can find it. Discord is a fun new hotness that you can come and chat with people on. And there's even a little robot who will assign a value to you. Mm-hmm. So I see your uh, value. If you now. want to be, if you, if you want to be valued by a robot and also get to chat with uh, the whole crew that's hanging around here, all the components in the tone, tone control circuit, come and join hey. Discord. It's free and fun and multi-platform compatible. And if you would love, love everything that's going on here, butts or no butts, <laughs> you can uh, now turn that love into actual financial support by going to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash the tone control. And um, yeah, like make a, a monthly contribution in any amount that is comfortable for you. We suggest... Uh, $1 a month where we'll read your name out on the show and thank you personally in a very high voice. And uh, for just $2 a month, if you want to contribute a little more for two or more dollars a month, uh, you could be a supporter plus. Uh, and then you get to... <laughs> just hold on, guys. And then if you're a supporter plus, you get to come on and, and listen live when we do the show. You get to contribute butts during the ad reads and uh, say as many hopefully distracting things as you can uh, while I try to do this little bit at the end. And uh, those supporters include... <clears throat> Jamie Evans! Right. <laughs> Steve Huffman, Righteous Ryan Johnson, Kyle, <laughs> Jonas Sabatini, Eric Garibaldi, Doug Chris, Doug King, and OG friend of the show, Brian Rizzi. 
Thank you all. I really, uh, I really appreciate that you followed through with that. (laughs) That was my mouth hurts now, you guys. Oh, the lip ring! I forgot. Sorry, it's Um, not a lip ring anymore. Now it's just damage. Oh, the the lip damage. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. Anyway, yeah, man. All that stuff's on our show notes and. Jeez. Actually, I do want to say this week in particular, I don't know what was going on. Maybe we've hit like a certain number of people in Discord. This week in Discord was great. There was a lot of really awesome conversation, lots of funny jokes, lots of memes, and like just chat in many, many channels. People talking about all kinds of cool stuff, not just with us, but like with each other, which I love to see. It's just a cool place to hang out and talk about gear, video games, music you love. Uh, tone of the week that you want me to make, uh, send us uh, news things for podcasts, like to put in the show, share guitars that you bought, you know, all that kind of stuff. Just, it's the best. I do love how it's going. Heartwarming personal contact. Yeah, it's the like the community aspect of it is, yeah. is the best, I think. And it's it keeps me like so engaged with the tone control like of this thing that we've made. Uh, throughout the week, because mm-hmm. previously it was a little bit like, oh shoot, it's podcast day. <laughs> I got, we got to do the podcast today, <laughs> and now it's like sort of this oh, low God, level. What am I gonna say? Uh, so now it's more like, um, just like hanging out with people, chit chatting about Hamilton, chit chatting about you know P nineties or whatever, and it's good, man. It's real good. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. Well, I hope everybody comes to join us and. Um, Thanks, thanks for another, you know, pretty okay episode, I guess. We're really tapering out help. here at the end, aren't we? Yeah, well, you know. We're just like, are yep. you as distracted it's- as I am? <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Anyway, uh, thanks. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. To all the components out there in the tone control circuit. And f*** off! Did it just say to all the components and uh, nothing else? Oh, I thought I spoke. No, yeah, I, heard I deleted that. it. I don't know. Oh. Okay. Because I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 okay, that didn't go over very well. <laughs>